G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You have two clear standouts, Wayville and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian motors. Welcome to the Bungie and Brester Show. Ah, yes, a very good morning to you on this fabulous Sunday. It's grand final day in Adelaide. The Sample grand final is on the agenda with Bungie and Brettster. Let's get right into it, folks. And here's Andrew McLeod. Hey, <laughs> I, was wait, I was waiting for an intro case, but uh, it's great to be here. It is a massive day in Adelaide in, in for, for sport, Brett's there, and it's uh, got the city to bay. Had to fight the uh, the traffic this morning to get into the city, and uh, actually I rode my bike, so it uh, was pretty... <laughs> Duck and weave pretty, through the crowd. I was worried about coming in here this morning thinking, you know what? I'm not going to get a park. I'm going to ride my bike. Hopefully it's not raining. It's a beautiful morning to ride your bike along the Torrens, and... Uh, Made it in here unscathed and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cracking. And hopefully we can find out the results of the City Debate because there's a lot of people there and I guess those people will be filing back before we uh, before the grand final, before Case goes to work this afternoon and calls the SANFL grand final. Uh, looking forward to that. Also looking forward to hearing on SENSA 1629 if you can't get it on Channel 7. And Brett Mara is in the house and he's up and about as well, Bungie, already firing <laughs> before we even hit play on the microphone. <laughs> Thanks, Case. The big show. And it is. It is a good day indeed. It's not bad weather conditions, actually, for a run. Like, it's cool. Not too much wind about. It was probably a little bit damp underfoot initially, but it was uh, it was certainly uh, looking pretty good out there. So these are good conditions for you to go for a run in. Is that what you're saying? Oh, look, if I was to go for a run, I would uh, I would pick similar conditions for this. <laughs> maybe a little bit sunnier, just uh, and maybe a bit of a tailwind would be ideal. But and downhill, <laughs> and downhill, and the city debate is downhill, which is a oh, uh, so what do you slight, say? You very having... very slight. What are you saying? But, uh, it's uh, it's not too You're bad not taking that away from I the have done it before. You? But, yeah, it is a, a big day here in SA. We've obviously got the SANFL grand final as well, which we'll talk about later. And, yeah, really look, looking at getting into unpacking that. Also going to be speaking about the AFL finals. Fabulous yeah. action to, mm. to uh, sort of cast our eye over there. AFLW, we're going to talk about Port Adelaide's first win and great to have a guest on for that. The NBL Blitz is on in Darwin, so basketball will be on the agenda. The EPL scores, interesting scores overnight. Rugby League finals, we're right into that as well. And the Chopperoos. If you don't know what the Chopperoos <laughs> are, stick around. We've got something to tell you. And, of course, we're doing it all thanks to our great supporters, which now include Nippies. Farm-grown, family-made, great South Australian company, and we are all about South Australia, promoting South Australia, the sport, the goods, how good is it to be here, and where do you want to start with all this? I'll let you fire away there, Bungie. Find something that's on your agenda there to get us to open the slather and take it away, Bungie. Oh, can can we talk about the boxing from the other day, the Paul Gallen... Uh, ben Hannett and uh, Justin Hodges fight. So Paul Gallon went back-to-back in bouts, four two-minute rounds. Um, again, so it was, it was deemed as the, I guess, the state of origin battles. It was New South Wales versus Queensland, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of rubbish being thrown across both sides, and Justin Hodges was into Gallon, and Gallon was into Hodges, and accusing each other. Of, well, they were accusing Gallon of being the worst captain ever in, in uh, New South Wales origin his- oh, wow. history. And um, all, all, it was all theatrics, of, of course. But um, 
Yeah, it was it was great. He he went through Hannon. That was a it's sort of like he he um he went through him in terms of like he sussed him out because the big fight everyone wanted to see was Justin Hodges. So he got through on a points decision on that one, and then Justin Hodges came out swinging, and uh, actually dropped Gal in the second round. Um, on his knees, he got up, fought back, and the they fought, the the referee stopped the fight in the third as a TKO on Hodges. He wasn't happy because he was hanging in there for a big payday. If he if he was to <laughs> knock Gallon out, he was going to get a million dollar payday um, in terms of you know next fights. But um, it didn't happen. He got ripped off. wasn't happy. But I have been reading a lot of the commentary, and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this because one of the things is. When you, when you read and you listen to the purists, boxing purists and people that have been in the sport, these guys are coming in. They do in like – and Gallon's been doing it since he retired. And actually, while he was still playing, he was fighting. And he's 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 built a, a, a very good boxing profile in what he's done. And he's, he's fought some, some big fights. But uh, are these guys – crossing the line a little bit when they, they come over from sports and taken away from the, the um, you know, the guys that have been in the sport for a long time, the boxing guys that have been there for so long. I know they're, they're athletes and they want to test themselves and, and whatnot, but some of these boxers are in the, been in the game for 10, 12 years, trying to get a, get themselves a, um, you know, an opportunity. And these guys come in and, and get these, these big fights after five or six yeah. weeks preparation, Brett's though. Yeah, I feel a bit sorry for the purists of the, the game, the ones that have gone about it the right way and have, have trained all those years and are, and are boxing properly. Like, we're watching brawlers here more than anything. Not that I wouldn't step in the ring with any of them. But, no chance. But, yeah, they're, they're just, it's not really good to watch. It's just that they've got big names. They've got big publicity machines behind them. That's what's generating the interest. And the rubbish they the talk is what generates the interest. Exactly. And, like, it's going across all the sports. And, unfortunately, boxing has had ups and downs with its reputation over the years. But this kind of takes away from it, I think, even a little bit more. Particularly, we've got some amazing boxers. You look at the Zoo Brothers and, and, and what they're doing. And we've had some, some great um, fighters come through. And they, they, they're getting some great publicity, but probably not the support that we need because of, of things like this that happen. Like the, the AFL one, I don't know if you saw the AFL one, and that got cancelled in the end, but they had like uh, Favola and, and, and Dane Swan and uh, Cooney were putting their hands up, and these guys aren't in great shape, let's be honest. But is that what people want to see? I mean, that's the bottom line. Like, yeah, do they want to see purity or do they want to see these big name celebrities just having a crack at each other. And if that's what people want to see, that's what people want to see. And, and they're, they're going to get it. I mean, this like as a, not that I'm a purist, but like the referees call and break and one of them tags horror and he goes, and he said, it's the hardest hit he's ever taken yeah. gets up, affects the fight. The, the referee lost control in this, to, <laughs> in was... all honesty. Like he was, one of them was bent over the road. And he's going to he's saying to Hodges, Mate, stop milking it. Get up. He's trying to catch his breath. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I see the downside of it, but I can see the upside of it as well. I mean, it's it's good as creating awareness and getting boxing oh, out there. But It's, it's entertaining just, anyway. Yeah. And that's the that's thing. The you hit the nail on the head, I think, Bradster, is it's what people want to pay for. They're mm. prepared to pay for it so they get the big bucks. The only thing that I would say, and having called a lot of boxing during my time at Fox Sports, is that when they put promote these big fights and they draw a big crowd – 
put decent undercard fighters on in terms of those yeah, Australian exactly. champions, but they won't because you have to pay them more than you have to pay a lesser-known fighter. So the undercard is very poor in terms of the standard. They really should share the love and the money, in inverted commas, mm. with those boxers who are coming through the ranks and are Australia's best and showcase them as well. Let's all do it for the betterment of Australian boxing. Now, I don't know in this day and age if boxing is really relevant in terms of is it politically correct anymore? I mean, bullfighting we don't see anymore. Do we need – I, I know the Australian Medical Association have been trying to get rid of boxing for a long time, ban boxing. Well, I have to say, as a former boxing fan or a boxing fan and a former boxing commentator, I'm almost coming around to the scenario where, well, is boxing – Relevant in this day and age. Well, I think it hasn't got away. And you're getting more um, of the girls involved as well now. There's a lot more female fighters coming in and, and representing themselves pretty well. Well, the fighting um, industry has grown, in it? Like MMA well, UFC, is, yeah. I think, has well and truly overtaken the boxing, hasn't it? And that's, I mean, I'm a fan of UFC. I do like it. I do like the different techniques. There's a lot more styles that match up on each other. And I, I appreciate that side of it, and I find that a lot more entertaining than the boxing. I'll tell you what about entertainment. Can we just touch on Roger Federer, who's uh, retired this year? The people's champ. <laughs> I like call. it. I like it. The people's champ. He's the people's champ. He's the goat in my mind, and we can argue again if you want about tennis players and goats. And But I think, you know, in terms of tennis, he made tennis exciting. He made tennis fun. And, uh, you know, he, his, his rivalry with Nadal over the years and, and I guess towards their friendship that they created towards the end, they loved to play against each other. They supported each other. They were fierce when they crossed that line. And it's probably the great, the, the two of the greatest um, tennis players ever to go down. Obviously, you, you throw in Djokovic as well. But for me, humble, humble respectful of the game, the people's champ. We salute you, Roger Federer. <laughs> Is Bretton. there a more liked sports person in the world of any sport. I don't think there would be. Like no. He would have to be number one. And it gives hope to a lot of players because when he started, apparently, he had a reputation of, of a rat bag throwing his break in his rackets and really turned it around. And now no one remembers that, really. Everyone yeah, but that was when the, he was like 17 or 18. Yeah, I Dad know, hauled him it, off court one day. It, yeah. it gives hope, though, to someone like a Kyrgios that we talk about um, that they can turn it around and become the people's champ. Why not? Yeah, I'm all for it. Go for it. <laughs> but, yeah, sad to see him go because we he, just that back end, the slice. I've been watching some footage of him training and being able to slice it and have a ball bounce 90 degrees or back over the net, um, just pure well, strokes. Well, in a day and age when, when most um, uh, tennis players had a double-handed backhand, mm. he was the, the one, wasn't he? Mm. he was just the single hand, yeah. like the whip that he used to get off that – and I just say, I don't think you, I would probably describe him as a, you know, in terms of tennis, just poetry and motion. Yeah. The way that he, the way they, that he just graced the court. I don't think we've seen a more graceful tennis player as well. Jeez, I'm, I'm saying I'm pumping him up here. You are, <laughs> you are. I was lucky enough to be at Wimbledon a couple of times working there. And I read in the Times one day that Roger Federer moved like a whisper. Mm. And it stayed with me because you're right. He's so stylish in the way that he moves. And not only what he did on the court, but as you say, off the court as well. We saw an interview in the paper yesterday here in the Adelaide Advertiser with Pete, the late Peter Carter's dad. 
and Peter Carter, for those who aren't aware, was Federer's junior coach and really yep. set the foundation for what his style and the way he played the game. And Roger Federer was always saying that, that he started it for me. And Peter Carter's dad said that every Australian Open, Roger rings him and the wife, flies them over, stay for the tournament. You're part of the team. Wow. And oh, has done that every year without fail and always in touch. They keep in touch. And that just goes to show you, you know, it, Roger Federer doesn't get any credit for that or doesn't go out of his way to sort of want any recognition for that. But that's the type of person he is. He's going to be a loss for tennis. But, uh, gee, we were lucky to watch him play, weren't we, in that great era that uh, we've had? Yeah, as you said, Bungie, some great classic battles between him and the Joker and uh, Nadal. And I think when the dust settles, he probably isn't going to end up with the most big titles. Uh, I think Djokovic or even yep. Nadal's probably got a couple more years Does in Does that him. matter? Well, when people talk about the greatest... Like, it comes into the equation for greatest ever. That's why I'm glad you went with people's champ. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably better than being the GOAT, isn't it? And to some people, be the people's champ. Yeah. Or do you want the numbers and the facts and figures? I don't know. I don't know. Well, when you look at uh, at a lot of sports and you go... We were just talking about boxing, but I, I don't know who holds the most titles. But who, when they talk about the GOAT in boxing, who's the GOAT? Ali. Well, did he have the most titles? No. Well, there you go. But it was what he did off... Out of the ring as well. Yeah, and that comes a lot into it. Like Mayweather and that longevity comes into it um, in that discussion. Pound for pound, now, all I would of have that. thought. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, what about the uh, Carbine Club? Yes. Uh, through the week, had their Sonafil uh, dinner and inducted um, two very lovely ladies, uh, Rachel Spawn and Juliet Haslam, of course, uh, both uh, medalists. Um, Juliet, double gold medalist in uh, field hockey, and uh, Rachel, one of the best South Australian basketballers of all time. So great to see the Garbon Club including uh, more women into uh, as special members of for, the for uh, us Carbon for Club. us people that don't know anything about the Carbon Club. What tell us mm. about the Carbon Club? What is it? Uh, well, it's a club uh, that over the years typically has been a lot of gentlemen, but more and more women are uh, coming along. What do now. they do? What do and they do? It's uh, it's Get together, raise money. Yeah, raise money. Uh, have generally a sporting theme to their events, and uh, yeah, it's good networking events. As what do far they do with the, they, What do they do with the money that they raise? Scholarships. They had a young Indigenous player from the Air Peninsula who's this year's recipient in terms of the sample and uh, raise money and, and get him to Adelaide and help him sort of kickstart his career. Brett Maher is a special member of the group, but it's an elite. Oh, it's just, and he wasn't there at the, the sample luncheon. He was a bit busy. Invited to there, but uh, uh, no, it was fantastic. And as you say, Rachel Spawn and Juliet Haslam, we really should be focusing on them because they are, they're now special members and deservedly so what they've done for sport in the past and what they're doing it now for Port Adelaide and the women's team in the mm. AFL who uh, had a great win on the weekend. So we're going to get to that shortly, but we've got to take a break right now. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning here on the Bungie and Bretster Show. Sun trying to peep through at the moment, almost 14 degrees on sample grand final day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.